Ooh, ooh, I like the way that shit started. That shit started mad smooth. America! Ka 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 ka. Well, I damn. Had to, I had to hit y'all with that, bro. I had to. Starting had early. To, What's good, man? I hope y'all. I hope y'all doing. I hope y'all good out there, man. I hope y'all being safe. I hope the world is going in y'all favor. And even if it's not, come on, more blessings to you, man, because it's coming. It's coming. Whether you want to accept it or not, it's coming. Like a nigga fucking an escort for the first time real quick, it's coming. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. It's not oh, even man. Friday and this is your energy. <laughs> wow. Big time energy. Big time energy. Um... Man. So, before we get into the nitty gritty, you know, regular updates. Playoffs is going swell. Um, Russell Westbrook and Pat Bev demanded that the Lakers give them a ring if they win a championship this year. I'm going to let y'all know. Y'all, y'all probably not getting a ring. Y'all probably not getting a ring. Y'all, y'all niggas was traded to the team in the middle of the season and shit. All these trades were made. And Pat Wait, Bev, are they in the team no. that's winning? Yeah, no, no, they're not. Oh, both of these niggas is knocked out of the playoffs. Pat Bev didn't even didn't even make it to the floor. That nigga got waved. <laughs> Same day he got traded, he got waved to another team. So what ring you want, man? You don't need no ring. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian and uh. Pete Davidson were conversating at the Met Gala like normal human beings, civilized and all that. Crazy. Mm, she was probably telling him she wants that BDE again. <laughs> and she wanted Usher included. Right, you see how Usher was mixed up in that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> but he was everywhere. Him, Doja Cat, and fucking Jared Leto. Doja Cat got on my goddamn motherfucking nerves. Nah, Doja Cat. See, Doja nah. Cat was talking What's to something like being? when Lala came and interviewed her. She spoke to Lala. She spoke to Lala normally. But I'm pretty sure she realized Lala ain't gonna go for that shit. Lala will walk away from you. <laughs> yeah, she knew who to try that with. Because like, yeah, had it been me. Over. Yeah, had it been me, I would have been like, what, bitch? Interview over. <laughs> the moment she fixed her mouth to go... I would be like, like Yeah, like, now you don't get to get seen. It's like, nah, meow. But what made me even more mad, what's up, Ramon? What made me even more mad was the lady interviewing her. She's meowing. Why would you continue asking her questions like it was going to be anything different? She said, and I really want you to be honest with me, like, about her dress. Yeah. And the girl's like, and they was just like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> and she's like, is this your first gala? <gasps> meow. Like, why are you still asking her questions? After that, it'd have been it'd have been like, all right, interview over, bro. You being a little too ignorant for me. I'm just asking right. questions. Uh, what's his name? Also meowed. Jared Leto. No. Um. Uh, what's his name? God damn it, I can't. The one who sings um, Old Time Road or something like that. Little Nas X. Yes, he also went with the meow, meow, meow. 
So people were saying it was like kind of the theme of the gala, but I doubt what, the cat that. Theme? Cause nah, cause they said that they probably said that also because Jared Leto came dressed up as a big ass cat. Like he was just in a big fancy furry cat suit. Rihanna looked gorgeous. She did. Asap Rocky, Asap Rocky fit the picture, you know. Gorgeous, like I was so happy that she popped out, and she said she only popped out because she ended up liking her dress that they made for her last minute. Uh, who else? Katy Perry looked like a mess. She was dressed as a fucking hamburger. Oh, no. A fucking cheeseburger, babe. My man shy from the fucking Oklahoma City Thunder. My man pulled up to the Met Gala and represented. <laughs> My man be serious about his fashion, bro. A cockroach attended. Even the cockroach was fancied out, like. <laughs> like, yep, this is me. Oh man, so I'm gonna walk the red carpet too. And everybody this. was like, "Get a picture! Get a picture!" What's up? Because Pacho? it's rare that you see shit like that at the at the Met Gala. It's the Met Gala. Who's expecting to see a cockroach? What? So that means somebody at the Met Gala has some fucking cockroaches, and the, the cockroach was like, "I, right, I'm gonna just go with you. Fuck it. Right? I keep you company." Like, right, yo, put some rhinestones on me. Let me look fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the 100. What's up? What's up? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like those award shows and events just be a hot ass mess. Jennifer could have did better. Who? Oh. JLo. Oh, I didn't see her. Yeah, she could have did better with her uh, did, did appearance. Brad, was, was Braddy with her? I mean, not Braddy. Was my boy... um. Was my boy Benny with her? No. Or was she by herself? I don't know. I think she was by herself. I don't really think he fucks with events like that. I don't think he really liked big events like that. I think he only went to the awards just because, like... I think that would be you. Yeah, I don't... Like, I don't... I don't do, like, yeah, like, I would be like, come on, babe, let's go to this event or this awards. And you'll be like, mm, nah, I'm gonna just chill back. Like, I can already see the with the route that we're going... The next three, four years, you'll start getting, you'll be in that position of being at the Met Gala. And I'm going to be on the big, I, I'm not going. I'm going to be big when I'm not going. Well, I don't know. I'll probably attend some and then not attend some. It's like, some. yeah, no, nah, I'm staying with the kids. We'll watch, we'll watch. Like, Not we'll watch. Uh, who else was there that I seen? First off, Kiki Palm, Palm I can't even talk. You see how thick she got since the baby? Why well, you think her mans be all over the? Woo! Mm. Uh, who else? That girl looking right. Yes, she is. Um, who else was there? Halle, ba um, Halle Bailey. Hey, oh yeah. She looked beautiful. Yo, everybody keeps saying that Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson need to get together. I think they should, I think like I don't know maybe it's just because of their chemistry on screen but there can but everybody says their but then chemistry I see off screen it, yeah, off it's screen is still the same. the same I mean I think they will be a good I feel match. like that could, that'll probably be his forever person right there right but I think that they developed such a good friendship that like they probably won't even test those waters most people do though yeah but then they fuck up that friendship prime example Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, they had an amazing friendship. Decided they wanted to be together. Now look. Right. 
Niggas is like, niggas went through nasty custody battles and talking shit to kids. And... Uh, let me see. Who else was there? We're not gonna talk about how the fuck this nigga Lil Nas X just look like a silver, like he look like a silverfish. But he dead ass look like a silverfish. But then was meowing. How you a fish but you meowing, nigga? You about to get caught. Fuck the meowing. You about to get um, eaten. Let me see. Who else was there? Uh side note from uh let's sidetrack for a little bit. Did you hear about Trey Songs? No. How uh he pleaded to something and he got charges dropped. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. Oh, Trey Songs has 10 charges dropped after taking a plea deal in bowling alley um, attack incident. I think she said that he punched her in the face and then dragged her by her hair or some shit like that. And what's up, Tyler? And it's just like, this was somebody that all women fantasize about. And it's just like, ugh. And I wonder, and I, I, it just makes me wonder, like, are women still going to support Trey's songs? Because when it comes to Chris and the mistake that he made, he still gets backlash for it. So I wonder if they would treat Trey the same way. Because every other month, Trey's songs has somebody coming out and suing him for something or alleging that he did something to them. And Chris only had that one incident. What's up, A-Bucks? So, I'm not sure if any of y'all are familiar with music. How are you? But the man, Mr. Belafonte, he passed away as of recently. Who? Uh, Bella, uh, Mr. Belafonte. Okay, I know some people by name and some people by face. Tori Bowie, Tori Bowie passed away. She's an Olympic gold medalist. Harry Belafonte, the music guy, you know? Mm, he, was, he, he, was, he was around with the black movement with Sidney Poitier and all those all, you know all those notable black people <laughs> he was he was in that 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 line of people oh okay then we had then we had uh, the Ralph Yall situation which happened um Apparently, from what I understand, his aunt posted that he's recovering and he's well. It's gonna be a long and steady. Re- it's gonna be a long up, recovery, G? but you know he's steady, improving. He's a strong kid. He's a strong kid, a strong, uh, you know, strong will. So he's gonna recover. Is that the kid that shot himself? No, like, that was the kid he... that was shot. That was the kid that uh, that was looking for his siblings. Oh, okay. Do shot. Right, right, right. Okay. And then there was a, I don't know, yo, if y'all from New York City, y'all know who do this. Um, he was like a famous Michael Jackson fucking impersonator on the trains. You would always see him. Recently, over the over the course of the weekend, there was a situation to where it was it was revealed that he fell on hard times. And when people fall on hard times, you know everybody goes through shit, bro. But in New York City, when you fall on hard times, you literally fall on hard times. Mm-hmm. Like there there is there is no. There's, there's no way around it. I think being in the city is one of the, the, the hardest places to fall on hard times. 
Because in a city, unless you've got people that you can fall back on, or yeah. unless you've got a hustle that you can pick up, you're you're gonna be. It's gonna be a, a kind of fucked situation. Like, it's gonna be a kind of fucked situation. Um, so the guy's name is Jordan Needley. Um, he was a famous Michael Jackson impersonator and performer on the train state on the trains and train stations. Like he was known in New York City, and in New York City we got our we got our known people. We got the naked cowboy who be downtown and Forty Second and Fourteenth Street. We got the Showtime boys that be on every train, and there be groups of them. Get on a train, they be tearing it up with they dancing. We got the you know the Mexican mariachi, the Mexican mariachi guys who be jumping on different trains. Doing their amazing ass performances. Shit, we got the fucking Churros lady who be on Atlantic Avenue, bro. Atlantic Avenue with her cart. Chupas, faithfully. Chupas, chupas. Faithfully, bro. So we got our famous people. A, a, a Marine or a former Marine. I don't know if he's a, uh, a still a Marine or he's a former Marine. But he thought to subdue this man, let's hold him in a chokehold for 15 minutes until first responders arrive. In what, in what, sh like, shape or form did it occur to you that it was okay to just hold somebody in a chokehold for 15 minutes and they was going to survive? If you're a Marine, you should know when a person is passing out and when to let go. But you decided not to, bro. Was he really a Marine? I don't know. Because it says, a passenger on the New York City subway reportedly put a homeless man exhibiting mental distress in a chokehold for 15 minutes. So, I think he was just a subway passenger. Yeah, I don't, I don't, because everybody, the reports were different. They were saying he was a Marine. People were saying he was a former law enforcement officer. Like, What's that, Michael? He just, to me, he just seemed like some average white dude that just wanted some flex. To He just wanted a reason to take a black person out. That's what it seemed like to me. Because that chokehold was excessive. Oh, no, no. He was. Okay. So, then it says, um, nearly said, I'll hurt anyone on this train. And according to New York Post, a 24-year-old Marine veteran came up behind nearly, nearly, took him to the ground, and put him in a chokehold. For 15 minutes, he held that man in a chokehold. And it was, it was crazy because a couple of passengers on there said when he was leaning over dude, when he had dude down on the ground, it was something similar to George Floyd. It reminded them of George Floyd. And people started protesting about that shit. That niche, that shit needs to be ruled a fucking homicide. But they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. No, they did. Apparently they ruled it a homicide, but they don't I don't know if they, they arrested him or not. Let me see. Um I'm skimming through this. It says um it says that he acted it says, based on the known facts, it appears that the fearful subway passenger, so he was fearful of his life. This is the, the Marine, uh, who was experiencing, so he was experiencing, like, um, what PTSD? is that? Yeah, from, because he didn't know how Neely was going to behave, but Neely was going through a mental, like, mm -hmm. mental breakdown, basically, because he's he was hungry and So, thirsty. again, as a Marine, even though y'all go What's through up, mental Bobby? shit. As a Marine, and I know several Marines that can recognize when a person is going through some sort of mental distress. You should have assessed the situation way better. Instead, you didn't, and you took a man's life. And again, 
America seems to be okay with it. Because this shit is probably just going to get swept right under the rug and disappear. Because he's a Marine. Right. He's a Marine and he was acting up, in what they like to call self-defense. There was another incident where I, I don't know where where I don't know where it was, but there was another incident where an African American person was killed on the train. Let me see. Um, oh no, no charges were filed. So basically, they didn't rule it anything. New York City subway rider 30 dies after being put in a headlock during outburst on train. No, um, no charges has been filed. That's crazy. Because reverse roles, that black man would have been in jail right then and there. Same day, he'd have been in jail. Mm-hmm. The woman who drove through the Black Lives Matter protests is free. Crazy, right? And she didn't just do it by accident. She did it on purpose. And then she tried to apologize for what she did. What happened to the black man who drove through... What was it? The, a parade or something he drove through? Nothing. He, he, just, he, he was arrested and disappeared. It was no longer talked about. That was it. Mm, I wonder what happened to him. The coverage of black stories are is so shelved, it's crazy. Um, da, 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 da. What happened to the guy that drove through the parade? A judge sentenced a man who killed six people and injured many others when he drove his SUV through a Christmas parade. So he was sentenced to life in prison with no chance of release. But all of these people are getting no chance of release and no rejecting arguments from him or his family that mental illness drove him to do it. So that's what happened to him. So the white lady got off and, and the, he got life in prison. And he got, I mean, Crazy. not saying what he did was completely correct. But it wasn't right at all. But punishment should be equal whether she right. killed somebody or not. She drove through a crowd with the intent to kill. Mm-hmm. And she got off scot-free. What's that? Which is strange to me. Like I said, America, ka ka ka. Like even when even when it comes to social media, like I, I say it, and I say it strongly, and I stand by it. Social media supports white supremacy. Just that simple. You can take it how you want it. Social media supports white supremacy. Just that simple. If I get kicked off of any social media platform right now, it's true. I mean, it's true regardless. What's up, Lucas? But if, if, if I get kicked off, that just proves the fact even more. Black creators get penalized way more than Caucasian creators. Mm -hmm. Black people get penalized way more in the court system than white people do. Most white people get a slap on the wrist. The lady who killed who? Breonna Taylor? It was a lady who killed Breonna Taylor, right? It was a cop. A man. It was a, wasn't it a female cop that busted that busted in her crib? A male. A man. The, was, it was a man? I could have swore it was a blonde it was a blonde cop. No, I think it was a no, it was a man. Um Hold on. Um 
Alright, she was fatally shot in Louisville, Kentucky apartment on March the 10th when at least seven police officers forced. Uh, no, it was a, it was a man. Yeah. Officer who fired a fatal shot in Breonna Taylor botch raid hired by nearby county sheriff's office. So he's hired elsewhere. Elsewhere. Yeah, he's becoming the governor. What's up, Pickman? What's up, Francisco? He was hired as he was hired as a deputy, but he's he was he's running in the Kentucky governor race. But isn't Kentucky known for racism? Racism. Racism. Yeah. So I mean. That would make sense why they were hire him. What's worse is when African Americans. I'm, I'm gonna stop saying. From now on, I'm gonna stop using the word African Americans. I'm just gonna start using the word blacks. From when black officers commit a crime, they are protected by their brothers, but they're only protected to an extent because they still go to jail. Few of them get off scotch free. I feel like in his case, he got off scotch-free because he's what we call the houseboy. He's what we call the houseboy. The white man's yes or no man. And nine times out of ten, it's yes. Yes, man. But Caucasian people get off scotch-free. Caucasian people like to... They like to appropriate terms. What's up, Troy? So that way they can have racial terms against them. Like colonizer. White people don't like that word colonize. But that's exactly what y'all did when y'all came to the Americas. Y'all colonized. Y'all raped, killed, and pillaged. Not just men, but women and children also. Y'all raped black women. And which are brought over on boats. But y'all don't like the word colonizer. But that's exactly what y'all did. And truth be told, a lot of y'all are still doing it to this day. I think I've said it countless amount of times and I'll still say it. Racism has always been here. It's just now they're comfortable removing their mask and walking around fair-faced. And do you notice most of it is either on Instagram Reels or TikTok? Social media, yep. Social media. I just came across on Instagram a Reel that somebody made. I think it was from TikTok and they just reposted it on Instagram. But of this white girl and she was saying that she was being inclusive with uh, African-American hairstyles mm-hmm. and I think I know what you're talking about yeah she was saying what was elegant and what was not elegant and then it was just like who are you to say what type of hairstyle that you don't have is elegant and not elegant like why didn't you include everybody's hair type if you was trying to be all for the people exactly if you were trying to be elegant all for the all for the folks why not include all of them or (coughs) she chose 
all the hairstyles I was with kinky hair, coily hair, curly hair, like that type wavy hair, nothing with straight blonde hair or anything like that. Not even Hispanic hair that she put. It was just straight black hair. My biggest thing is the appropriate the, the cultural appropriation. The the white people stealing shit from black people. The like box braids. What white person have you ever seen wear box braids? Ever. They were never wearing box braids. All of a sudden, they're wearing box braids now. Dreads, I've seen a lot of white people with dreads. Even in the 70s, there were people with white people with dreads. Yeah. So, can't even be mad at that. But box braids and other traditional African hairstyles? That's a big question. Like, what are they called? The, um... The bon, Bantu knots? Ba, yeah, the Bantu knots, yeah. I can't say it properly because my Spanish and English is all fucked up. I can't stand seeing... I, yo, but, and this is just me. I can't stand seeing a Caucasian woman in Bantu knots. Because I feel like it's offensive to me. It's super offensive Say it again. Bantu. Bantu? Oh. It's offensive to me. It's super offensive to me. I don't... I don't other people would feel differently, but me, it's it's a that shit is super offensive. Take that shit out your hair, cause you don't know the history, you don't know the heritage behind that hairstyle at all. You just put it in there cause you thought it would be culture, you thought it would be culturally okay, and it ain't at all. Or the white girls who will be extra racist, but then turn around and get a ten, and then be trying to like. <laughs> portray as they're like mixed mm-hmm. or like have black in them knowing damn well ain't a lick of black in you besides the dick oh jesus <laughs> oh ain't jesus. a lick of black in you besides the dick or let's go along with the white women that token they fucking mixed kids now i'm not saying interracial relationships is not okay because i stand for interracial relationships shit i'm in one I stand for that shit 100%. Why? Because I feel like love is love. You love who you love. Man, woman. If you love a man, you love a man. You love a woman, you love a woman. It don't matter about that skin color. Love is fucking love. Love is love, bro. But don't have mixed children and then use them as that token stature of... I'm not racist because my children are mixed. And my husband is black. Or my boyfriend is black. Or my fiance is black. And you saying that just make you just just make you come off as even more racist. Or I'm not racist because I have black friends. I hate that. Oh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> like, oh, that makes me that makes me more mad than the women saying like, oh, my husband's black or my kids are half black. That right there. I'm not racist. I have black friends. Oh, that pisses me off so much. It's like, like what? You, you think that makes us look at you any better? Like, no, that don't make us look at you any better. That makes us look at you weirder. Because it's like, what? I don't even like it. Like, you know how they, like, try to make it funny and use it in movies? Mm-hmm. Like, haha, my best friend's black. Like, ugh, it makes me so mad. Or, or the one time, like, and I've had it happen before. I had I had a homie who hung around us a lot and this is balls from back what what me and you spoke about. I had a homie that hung with us a lot. And 
one day he slipped up and said the n-word and it was like that whole fucking room got quiet like we was all looking at him like yo bro what what did you just say repeat what you just said right and he was like my bad i hear y'all say it a lot so i figured it was okay nah that's when i had to break down him like yo bro your people say that hard er heavily like y'all say nigger off the flip of a dime we say nigger because that's embedded in our fucking culture if i expect my homie to walk up to me what's up my nigga because you my homie we known each other for mad long if you caulk if and i'm gonna say it again if you are white skinned from the land of caucus you should not be walking up to me saying what's up my nigga because the moment you do it i'm looking at you weird and either i'm gonna snuff you or we gonna have to talk about it but that's why i just feel like nobody should say it at all but but i know i know like it's not gonna it's not ever gonna happen but it will be better if it did happen where nobody just says it at all you could see and that's the thing that's a, that's a, that's how a lot of the older folks feel too they feel like our generation our generation uses that word so much but then again there are that percentage of them that understand that that shit is so weaved in the culture it's been being said since the 80s right but okay let's just say right you go to some you see somebody right and they go hey white girl right mm-hmm. and then everybody chuckles ha 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 that's funny but let the white girl go hey black girl or hey spanish girl or whatever that is just like it's like uh bitch hold on that's why so it's like it's better off if nobody says it truth be told it's a double-edged sword because like i said nigga is so weaved in the african like in the black community that shit is so it's so weaved in our language like a lot of us say it off of or just off a of reflex. Like you see me, sometimes I slip up and I say that shit so much. You started this and said it like eight times. Nigga, nigga, yeah, like, like you see me here, me here, and and in this state, like in this in this state of thought, I'm calm and I'm chilling, so I don't say that a lot. But when I'm in New York City and I'm with my like when I'm really with the homies. You'll hear it a lot. You'll hear, what's up, my nigga? Or you'll hear, boy. Or, like, you'll hear me say shit that I don't normally say. Because I feel comfortable and I'm in my element so I can say it. I just feel like using that word is just disrespecting each other. It depends on how it's said. No, either way. It 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 depends on how it's said. I just, I don't know. Because if somebody run up on me on something like they hands up, what's up, nigga? Then you already know I, they want to fight. But if it's a walk up to you, give you a that was good, my nigga, that's a that's that's a casual like I just think the word is disrespectful at all. Within our own race, within outside race, like it's just disrespectful. Like it's just I don't know. I would just rather like I agree with the elders, I would just rather it not be Be said. Yeah. Even now, like I like like my nephew, I had to tell him like, yo, bro, it's cool. But you gotta understand the basis of that word. Like, he was he was like his white friend said it, and they like joked about it. They like laughed about it. But I had to tell him like, yo, bro, you gotta understand. It's funny at first, but when you honestly start to realize the meaning and hearing that shit roll off his tongue, that shit gonna make you tight. Hey, let's talk about it. Okay, what do you want to say? I don't know. I just. Mm-mm. I feel like that would be kind of a that would kind of be like a step into the right direction of not using the word to like kind of get things rolling on the world not being so in tune with racism. 
But that's that's the thing. The world the world is already in tune with racism. Right, but if we want to stop, like if we want to like move forward with racism stopping, like we should be able to fix within our community. Like we can't expect all we can't expect everybody in different communities to respect us in a way that we want to be respected if we're going around to each other and it's like hey what's up my nigga this that and the third like that just that doesn't make sense it defeats the purpose right so i don't know it would just be better it would just be better if everybody would just not use it that means blacks don't go into China and be like, hey, what's up? Like Chinese eyes or whatever. And I see, and that's the thing. And I think I had said that to you. The crazy shit is, let's say, let's say it's a Chinese restaurant, right? And you know how New Yorkers get. So they roll up in there, that Asian person make them mad and off rip. What, what are they saying? What comes out of our mouth? You fucking Asian this or you Ching Chong this or... But let them turn around and say, you fucking nigga, or immediately, that's a whole fight. Right. That's a whole fight. I just wish everybody would, like, come together and just, I just want to, like, matter of fact, I just want to be in a room with people of all races and just cut or prick their fucking finger and be like, what color is your blood? See, and that's what. What that's, color is your blood? Is your blood any different than the color of my blood? Because at the end of the day, like, we all bleed red. Unless you bleed purple, green, orange, then you different, different. But at the end of the day, we all bleed red. So like, it's it's true. We do we do all bleed the same. But when it boils down to it, when it when it boils down to it. A good 80%, and this is just me being facts, a good 80% of people are racist. Whether you racist for a reason, whether you racist, and, and truth be told, there's no reason behind being racist. I'm going to be real honest with you. Unless you have some sort of trauma. And see, this is when it rolls back to what I was talking about. My grandmother has said that shit to me. African, and she said it, African American people. African-American people, blacks, we all have this mental trauma generationally passed down. It's just the older generation have it more. So hearing a white person talk the way a few of them talk nowadays throws them off. Because it's like, whoa. Whoa. What? Like if Nana and Grandma heard one of my white homies come out and say nigga, Oh Lord. <laughs> Nana send that boy outside and tell him pick a switch. Yeah, but that doesn't give an excuse for other people to be racist either because you don't know what other like what other type of race has trauma. True. Chinese people have trauma. Indian people have trauma. See, but a Mexicans. lot of their, tra- of their trauma is built in their own countries. This is right in our back door. Now, I'm not saying that it's an excuse, but it's the truth. It's right here in our back door. Like, I feel it's like, right here. I feel like, and I'm not even, like, people could come at me the way that they want to when I say this, but I feel like everybody in this whole entire universe has some type of racism in them. Everybody. Because everybody has been racist in one point, 
of their life. I used to be racist towards white white people and Indian people. And then when I started doing, you know, doing my history digging and reading them into my facts, that racism, I stopped seeing color and I started seeing people. I started straight up seeing people. Like I used to be I used to be racist towards Mexicans. I swear to God, but that was on, not because of anything other than the fact that people used to say that I was Mexican. So because people put me in the same boat because I was Hispanic and they were Hispanic, they automatically assumed that I was Mexican. I didn't like Mexicans. Like that day that we was on the verses and those girls, the, yeah. the, the black girls. Yo they Maria, automatically was like, Maria, yeah. yeah, and then like, it was yo. just like, but I wasn't even, I wasn't offended because they were calling me Mexicans, I was offended for the Mexicans. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, why? Or, like, what if my name really was Maria, though? But it's just the fact that you just assume that, like, every Hispanic girl is named Maria. But had I been racist and would have been like, oh, yeah, girl, with uh, Shaniqua or whatever, so some racist shit, they would have oh, been like, <gasps> yeah, they would have been like, oh, my God. Not knowing that I, I'm half black. Like there are some instances where I've gotten into race racial encounters with white people. And Thank I'm you. not even racist back. Like I've had a white man call me a nigga and I looked at him and I was like, all right, you fucking hunky. Like <laughs> cause what I'm a what I'ma fight you for, I'ma fight I'm a I'ma damn near kill you and then get arrested for you calling me a nigga. Like I don't know. On I top just... of that I'm living in Virginia. Like I was going to jail jail. Fuck jail. I was going to jail jail. Or I used to get mad and be racist towards Indian people because the Indian man, and they still do it now to this day, where they like try to, uh, they try to get me to be one of their wives and yeah. shit, be, just because they, because I kind of just be having mad wives, like yeah, and because I could kind of pass to be Indian or whatever or like whatever, and they just automatically assume that that's what I am. You could be one of my wives. So then, yeah, I used to be mad and I used to get ra- like be racist and say racist shit to them. But now that I'm older and more mature, it's just like all that shit was just like really fucked up, and I wouldn't like, like it if somebody did it to me. Like my homie, my homie Mike. Remember, remember, remember Mike. I told you he went to the military and shit. He's Guyanese. He used to try and make fun of us just based off of the way of most of us dressed. Like they had a specific way they dressed, we had a we got a specific way we dressed, nigga. We from New York, it's two thousands. Yeah. When he used to make fun of us, I used to just hit him with a your grandfather. Because that's how they sound. That's how you sound to me. Thank so you. I'm gonna cut your ass if you gonna cut my ass. Or I used to talk about how anytime he come into class, you smell like curry, bro. <laughs> and that's that's it's fucked up to say. But I like at that like time curry. at that time, as a as a young kid Especially as a young black kid, I felt offended off of anything. Anything you said to me, I felt offended. But that like, goes to like trauma. I don't know. I like, just, I just. Like if I, I had a superpower right now, I would end racism. That's impossible. You'd be a real stressed hero. I mean, you'd be a real stressed hero. The point is, I will be a hero nonetheless. But you'd be stressed. You'd be great. I'm stressed now. I'm stressed now. So I would rather be stressed with the with the power to end it rather than to be stressed with the fact that black people and Hispanic people are being killed every single day. That's a fact. So if I got to pick my struggle, then that would be my struggle. Like, 
End the shit. Like, the crazy shit is, when I used to chill with my Dominican homies, the only reason I used to pass is because I look Dominican. You do. That's the only reason I used to pass is because I look Dominican. And when, take, you, when you put on your hat? I look even more, th- I look like I'm from the Bronx. I don't even look like I'm from Brooklyn. I look like I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I'm just getting off the sixth train from a fucking Yankees game and going to go get drunk. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> But I, I used to get that pass because I looked Dominican. When I had that, that I told you, my first real bad encounter was living in VA. And when I was working at Food Lion, I had the white dude come to my come to my register. I'm cashing all his shit out. And he looked me dead in my face and said, you know, back in the day, we'd have chased your people out my, out my, out my supermarket. They would have got their ass beat. And I kind of looked at him a little bit, and as he was walking away, when he mouthed nigger to me, that's when it hit me. It was like, ah, I'm in VA for real. I'm in VA for real. And it's only down south. Like, I've had racial encounters up here in Buffalo, but I've had them worse down south. Especially in North Carolina. And Mississippi, it was the worst. Mississippi was the worst. Cause yeah, I'm white skinned but you think them white people see I that? I agree. I agree. You think them white people see that? No, they don't see that. They just see black. That's it. Ugh. This is why I say it, and people laugh at me. But some of the shit that Kanye West be saying be real. Some of the shit that Kanye be saying could be real as fuck. I don't know. Like I always say, I can't really speak on Kanye because I don't really follow the things he do or the things he say. So I can't really. I just wish like we would be able, like us millennials and every and older generations, like I, I wish like we would get our shit together in order for our new generation, our kids and stuff like that, can be able to make it like if if we don't plan for the future generation and correct this shit now it's just gonna get worse along the line like it's just gonna continue to get worse like the fact that the kids are in the grades that they're in now pre-k and kindergarten it just it really makes me scared for when they go to like first second third fourth grade as they get older is it's but we're the, gonna have to deal with that the crazy shit is kids experience racism in fucking pre-k it could be from your teacher it could be from another student in the class because a lot of these and and, and i'm gonna be real honest a lot of these white families are raising their kids a certain way yeah like, but then we also let's not we also have white families and uh, white people who really stick up for of course for us. yeah but then it's counterintuitive sometimes because sometimes you have now i understand because if you're if, if you're a black family and you've been through a traumatic experience you're going to express these the traumatic same. experiences onto your children so that way they're aware at the end of the day it's up to your kid to decide what to do with those traumatic experiences but there are some families who will force that shit on their kid and their kid will alternatively become super disgusted with white people or any other race yeah 
Like me at first, I, I had that disgust. Like from all of the slave stories that my great great grandmother told me, from a bunch of stories that Nana told me, I had that disgust. Super disgust. I was never like that. I just, I was never like that. Like I, obviously, like I've been told like the history behind things, but. I never treated anybody differently unless they treated me differently. So if you said some racist shit to me, I wouldn't stay quiet. I would say some racist shit to you back. Yeah. But would I say some racist shit to X, Y, and Z after that? No, because they didn't do anything to me for me to be that way towards them. So I think that's like, that was just always me. So like I don't look at people and be like, oh, that white person did this. All oh, white people are evil. Like I'm not like that. Or like, hey, that black person did this to me. All oh, black people are evil. Or this Hispanic bitch did this to me. Like I was never like that. I was just like, yeah, this bitch right here, she gonna get her ass whooped. That's why I said after a while, I started to like approach a whole different aspect. I started to approach a whole different aspect of. I started to approach a whole different aspect of, um, I started to have a more understanding, should I say. Like, I wasn't really, like, I was more open-minded when it came to talking to people, especially white people. I, I was way more open-minded. When I first got my lot of people that were, like, comfortable with that, because when I was a kid, I didn't really hang out with too many white people. My, my group of people was mainly Spanish and black people. So was mine. We had one white friend. Her name was Bernice. But she was like, she was the worst. I didn't start hanging out with white people until I was in foster families. And I was in white foster families. Like I told you, I was with an Amish family. And they're white. So that was a whole culture shock for me. What's up, white tiger? Truth be told, even when they, even when they placed me with mama. That shit was a whole culture shock for me too Because I wasn't used to Like I was used to Spanish people But I wasn't used to that Like living with it How do you think we could How do you think things are going to change? Honestly I don't Like do you feel like it's going to change for the better Or do you feel like it's just going to keep getting worse? I feel like it's just going to get progressively worse if we don't fix it now, I feel like it's just gonna get progressively worse. And that's just that's just my honest opinion. If we don't correct it now, it's gonna get progressively worse. I don't think I don't know, I don't think it's ever gonna get better. And the reason why I say that is because nobody cares enough. Like, um the lady who uh we were just talking about her, the lady who drove. Yeah, she showed no type of she showed no type of care. No, I know, None. but if you look in when it was posted on uh, Instagram, when you look through the comments, a lot of the people just don't care anymore. It's just like it's not even a shocker. Cause it's to us now, we've seen so many people get off scotch free. That it, now it's like, eh, well, that's another day in America. Because that's literally what it is. It's another day in America. Right, but now it's like everybody's just getting comfortable with the fact that this is just what it is. Because racism is literally a part of America. America, cuck, cuck. <laughs> 
hard on a triple K, like, because that's basic. That's what America's based off of. Can we just take all the racist people and put them on like racism island? If there was a part, if it was possible, it's possible ways to make a whole island. Motherfuckers, the the wealthy people do it all the time. They do. Like, how do you buy your own island? I mean, Rick Ross got his own island. Yeah, but what island did he take? <laughs> what island did he take for it to be his? Good point. Like, what was that island's name before it was even his? It was a U.S. territory. That's that's probably what it was named. It was just a U.S. territory. Right. So there's pa- there's places that don't don't even have names. We could just put them all there and set that shit on fire or something. Put all the racist people there and then boom. But that's not going to stop it because it's still here. And put borders up. It don't matter what you try and do, how you try and defect it, break it, twist it, turn it, split it. Racism always going to be here. Always going to be here. Why you think Why you think back in the days when, when, when us kids used to get on a train... You know, making our way to school. Why you think white people on the train used to look at us weird? Or white women clutch their purses real tight and lean up on the door. Yeah, but Hispanic bitches do that too. It goes with everybody. I don't... It's, it's not just one race. It's all races. Please, my... Um... What's her face? Um... Remember when that... That, that um... Hispanic guy shot up the school. Was it a school that he shot up? Yeah. Let's not forget my sister-in-law, who's an Afro-Latina. She was like racist, and she was just like, oh, the whole race needs to be... Like, she blamed the whole race for that specific person and their actions. So it's just, it's everywhere. But we can't expect people to, like I said before, we can't expect people to, like, respect us and not be a way towards us when we're a way towards each other. Like, blacks are racist towards blacks. You ever seen black people argue with other black people? And it's like, oh, you nigga this, or you black bitch this, or you not be, yeah. Yeah, dark-skinned people are racist to light-skinned people, and that shit is strange to me. Right, but we're we're both black. Or like Hispanic... Or like Hispanic women, or just in general, Hispanics are hi- racist to Hispanics. There are Hispanics that are racist to black people, and that should be scaring me. Or like the Dominicans who swear that they're not black. But they are, and that shit. The same thing with Puerto Ricans. That shit bugs me out because it's like, yo, you know y'all didn't, y'all niggas derive derive from that. Everybody's like. All of these, all of those islands are tied into African slaves. Jamaica, the Caribbean islands, fucking St. Kitts and Nevins, fucking Barbados, all of those islands, all of them are tied into African slaves. You know what would be crazy? Because this, technically, we're just spirits in a body, right? We're just... Hold on, not to cut you off, but tell me, tell me when you, if you've ever gone to Puerto Rico and you've never walked past maybe like 30, 40... Yes, it'd be Puerto dark, Rico. they'd be darker than me, and I'd just be looking at them like... Oh, and shit. speaking strong Spanish. And they look at me like I'm the Blanca. And I'm looking at them like, hey, I'm part. <laughs> like, I'm you. Just lighter. But, like, what were they saying? What's crazy is we're just, like, 
we're all spirits just renting bodies, right? What if in white people's bodies is a black spirit? Like, how would they know? I mean, there are some white people that they'd be like, you were supposed to be a black person, no cap. So it's just like, ugh. Like, my boy Robert, I tell him all the time, like, yo, my nigga, you was meant to be black, bro. Just by the, like, even Jude, I tell him the same shit, like, yo, bro, you was meant to be black. You in the wrong skin. At the end of the day, we all bleed red. And at the end of the day, we all gonna be black. Because when we hit the casket and go six feet under, and it's dark as fuck, and ain't nobody can see us. Yo. What color are you? Black? Gray, black, blue, purple. Or when your skin get real, real pale and real, real old and wrinkly and wrinkly and dead, <laughs> right? Because you haven't been touched. You're just you're dead. You're gray, literally gray. And when your skin fall off your body because you're a skeleton, you no color. Racism is stupid. Racism gotta stop. Racial equality. That's all I'm saying. And that's the word I've been using, the been the word I've been saying. Racial equality, bro. Racial equality. We need it. Y'all need to practice it. We gotta do better. We gotta do better for our babies, yo. Our beautiful babies that are dying just that are dying because of our bullshit our mess our our trauma our our everything our way of thinking our mental health our literally everything everything that our kids are gonna suffer from is because of us because we don't get our shit together it's a continuous cycle like when our kids go to school and they have history class this is going to be their history yeah our history was the slaves and and all that and they didn't tell the truth in that shit and right and they'll probably get like a little incy bincy piece of that that we learned but their history is going to be the shooting at this school the shooting at that school the shooting in this fucking supermarket the people running through uh, driving through parades this this black kid getting killed that one getting killed like all that shit all the racism that's what our kids will be learning this is crazy and we want our kids to be better and and be safe and be happy and live a better life than we have but that's not gonna happen because of racism and everything else going on in the world. And the crazy thing What's up, is, Tyrone? the crazy thing is, you can you can talk about racism all fucking day because that conversation is such a thick conversation. This shit just never changes. We've been dealing with this shit for years, like years, decades. Because we gotta fix what's in our own race and community before we start thinking outside and trying to fix what's out there.
We can't think about, oh, let's go over here and make shit right over here, but our shit is still fucked up over here. That's just, that doesn't make sense. Again, this is America. This is the country we love oh so much, man. Who said that shit? I didn't say that shit. <laughs> Speak for yourself. The land of the free and the home of the brave, apparently. No. I knew it um, wasn't. I knew it wasn't the land of the free when we couldn't even say shit on social media without it being. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I thought it was freedom of speech. What happened? Shit! I hope I don't get in trouble. Jesus. Oh man. <sighs> it's getting late though, man. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I'm gonna close us out with some nucks. Leon, the professional. Y'all have a good night, man. Stay frosty. Hug and love your kids and your family and the ones closest to you. And I do not own the rights to any of this music, I promise you. Neither do I.